yes, when you need to get stoned as fuck after a long day of bullshit work, maybe you are a glazier and you put in windows. Maybe you swing some kind of hammer to build or to destroy. Callie O.G. Cush rated High Times Magazine's number one weed strain. Cultivated by the popular grow team known as the Jungle Boys, O.G. Cush has been named the strongest strain on earth by High Times Magazine. <clears throat> this is a rigorous examination of various things, THC, CBD levels, as well as regional breakdowns of the charts. High Times gives you the information and the truth. Oh, uh, just a moment. Hello? Hey, are you there? Hey, what's up, Brandon? Hey, man, how you doing? Doing good. I was just doing this little promo for uh, High Times. Um, sort of just promoting the marijuana industry out here. It's going to be exploding in 2018 when California goes completely legal. What so, is it currently? Uh, it's not completely legal yet? No, it's illegal. Not it's illegal. It's still, it's still de- decriminalized. Um, but next year it goes, I don't know exactly the legality, the extent of the legality. Obviously any kind of grow operation is going to need to have permits and they've got all that set up, but you can't even get permits yet. You can't even get on a waiting list. That all happens in 2018. I don't really know a lot about it. I should, I should, I should be taking a bite and a piece out of that action because it's going to be so much money coming into the state. Yeah. I bet you could get some work on the farms, like harvesting trimming uh, gathering yeah little ground roots i don't know i'm 32 man i think i think that's a little bit your farm days are over yeah i think so um i, I got one no, hand on the plow right now man i'm working hard i i'll never stop farming really what are you farming various things um mint and uh lemon mint and um chocolate mint. basil no no basil this year do you have spearmint mm, yeah we got spearmint in the back we got uh oh lavender this season as well so uh lavande uh lavender uh apple mint sure um penny royal mentha arvensis water mint mentha longfolia mentha Canadensis. A pack of cools. I planted a pack of cools the other day. Mentha crispata. Mentha requiengi. Mentha asiatica. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another episode of One Two Review, the podcast where me, Luke, the strip club DJ, my friends Alex and Brandon review movies on a very simple rating scale. One, if we didn't like it. Two, if we did. Uh, for those of you familiar with the podcast, you know how it is. We go to 20 and then we call it a day. For those of you not familiar with the podcast, I just told you. All right, kick the intro. One, two, Hey, good afternoon. How's it going? Hey, Brandon. Hey, what's up, guys? It's going great. It's, hey, it's we're- afternoon time. We normally record in the morning. And it's afternoon. Well, I would say it's it's rounding the the nighttime base for Brandon over there. It's about seven p.m. Seven o two time. Eve. Wow, that's right. Wow, Eve is that's us. crazy to think about. By the way, thank you, Brandon, for coming in so late. I had a little dental work done today. I have a complete mouth now. I had a missing filling. 
that needed to be restored. And now I have a, a complete smile again. So thank you guys for waiting for me to do that. And I was a little worried I would have the numb mouth, but none of that. I'm an excellent dentist, so I'm good to go. Exciting. Good. Good to hear. It looks nice. It's a nice smile. You can't see it, Brandon, but uh, it's a beautiful one. Yeah. Alex really got in there and checked because mm-hmm. I always ask for a second opinion after I get the work done. Great. So that was Alex. Mm-hmm. Alex is a DDS. He is a dentist. Uh, amateur. amateur. Amateur dentist, guys. Amateur. amateur. I have you have that amateur. license. Well, it's not real. It's not a real one. But uh, I do. I am fascinated with teeth and mouths, and I dabble when I can. But, yeah, nothing official. Don't don't come to me with questions. So you guys feeling good? You feeling pumped after this push-up last week? I am. I'm feeling great. I feel great. I should do, you know, 20 push-ups every week. We should. Yeah, we should. Brandon, how's your back? It's great. No longer a week back. Powerful really? Back. Those back. 10 push-ups did it. I ate, I ate a couple apples and did 10 push-ups. So. I thought you were supposed to do... Uh, 20, didn't we get to 21? 20 push-ups or 21. Yeah. yeah. I did. For sure. Well, it's okay. You'll make up this week. We'll add on the points from this week since, I mean, as, you know, as um, carryover. And you can do 30 this week. Um, but also with that, uh, well, I guess, yeah, we should talk about the scoring system before we get into it so that we can just do it when it's time, right? Uh, Luke... Yeah, Luke and I went to a, a nursery uh, this week, and we picked up some seeds. Uh, it's a little late in summer to be planting, but we've decided to uh, plant. We're going to plant each of our votes, a different seed for each each kind of uh, a review point. Uh, and then eventually we'll have 20 or so beautiful flowers. What kind of seeds? Yeah, I've got, well, we've got, we've got a variety, Brandon. We've got um, pumpkin. I've got an apple seed, sunflower, green bean. Uh, mint. Did I say mint already? We have no two seeds. We have one of many different seeds. So I don't know how you're going to decide which ones to plant, and maybe not all will get planted. But uh... well, they're a little satchel, little artisan satchel. They sent us along with. They're very nice people over at Omar's Nursery here in lovely Los Angeles, and uh, we told them about the podcast. They were fans, so they just gave us the seeds, mm-hmm. and we're going to find out. We're going to find out. They give us a mixed bag. And some of them I can identify. Some I can identify. Some Alex can. And some we just, we have no idea. So I've got that little, you know, the the ubiquitous little black cuppy egg holder type um, planter thing. And we got one of those with 20 little slots. And once we fill it up, those are the seeds we've got. Any questions? Yeah, I do have a question. I'm raising my hand. I guess you guys can't see me. Uh, how long are they going to take to grow? Uh, who knows? Depends on the seed, and uh, so who knows? We have no idea. At least, at least a day. Yeah, very minimum. At least a day. I mean, how much? I think those jacket, even the jack and the beanstalk ones. Those two, I think those grew overnight, even, and those were super magical. So we can't be hoping for results anytime soon. We could have got some of those seeds. We could probably, hopefully, one because they gave us one of different seeds. Great. Anyway, well. That's fun. Uh, let's get into this. Yeah, you guys ready? Ready as ever, be buckle up. I'm ready. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's do our first movie. The first film that we're going to review this week is called Pet Stomp. Uh, this is exactly what it sounds like. Well, maybe it's not exactly what it sounds like. Uh, this is a documentary, or uh, maybe a documentary, a, a filming of uh, a live event. It's it's Stomp, the 19 who knows 1996, 1995 Broadway hit Stomp, where people used. Uh, 
trash cans and stuff and, and non-traditional musical instruments to make a, a musical. Uh, this is Stomp, but with pets. So this was lots of animals uh, doing lots of tricks, uh, lots of, again, musicians using uh, animals in different ways to make different noises. Uh, I was worried that some of the animals might be hurt when I first heard about this. You know, you I imagine them throwing dogs around and stuff. And, and there is actually them throwing dogs around. Uh, but the animals seemed very happy. Everything seemed uh, above board with them. And it seemed like a, an overall good experience for everyone. The music was surprisingly engaging for me. Uh, I could keep going. Any and you guys have any thoughts about this film? Yeah, the music was great. The production values were high, as you said. There were dogs flying around. Um, no complaints on my end. The only thing I would say that was slightly annoying were the the human participants in the show that were all like dressed in black, wearing like black spandex, kind of like behind the dogs, helping them out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, took me out of it a little bit, but in the end of the day, they were animals like playing music. It was like incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. You- to a certain degree, you have to just grab the dog and make him smack the trash can. But they did get very creative with um, not only the variety of animals, you know, birds, as we know, are very musical already in nature. Um, the variety of animals was phenomenal. Birds, cats. They, I like the one where they had the little cats all huddled around a tiny like spool playing cards. And they used that <clears throat> fake mouse on a magnet to have the cats all smack in time, smacking the table, smacking the the drinks they had there. God, there's an ostrich uh, plays a piano at one point, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, some non-traditional pets. You, you guys loved the music. Honestly, I thought a lot of times it was off key and out of beat, but I didn't really, I didn't really expect a lot coming from animals that don't really have that sort of background in, um, in, you know, in, tr- in training and music. I so, went in, um, I went into it thinking it was kind of going to be more experimental and avant-garde. And I was definitely right. Yeah. When I say great music, it, it was definitely more experimental, but it was still great. Yeah. I have a calendar when I was a kid of uh, elephant paintings, like uh, done by an elephant and they weren't good, but they were good because they were done by an elephant. And so, yeah, same as this, like that song, that cover, I think they do a Journey cover. Uh, what is that movie? Faithfully or whatever by Journey. Those dogs do a cover of it. And it's not good, but it's incredible because it's done by dogs. It's my <laughs> my thought anyway. Well, uh, I actually like the, the dog's version better. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not a Journey fan, but. We should say that there was only one animatronic animal. That was the snake. They couldn't train a snake, so they had to make that an animatronic. But one out of hundreds, almost. That was a strange and kind of uh, shocking turning point in the narrative where the snake bit the cat, bites the cat, and pulls it in the darkness of the alleyway. Like, that was like the big percussive hit when the cat, you know, got bit by that snake and got pulled in the alleyway. That was really shocking. I thought that was a very interesting choice smart choice because you don't really feel so emotionally connected to a bunch of dogs getting tossed around but when national geographic happens in front of you like that you're you're taken aback right it helps you it helps remind you of the rawness of nature you know they don't really conform to society's rules and the rawness of the beats and how the beats don't conform to any rules either yeah which might have been the point of the film either one of those that's interesting yeah or somewhere like in the that. middle or uh or neither of those it might have just been an exploitation of some animals but uh either way very enjoyable uh i i if i was to review this which i think i'm about to uh, i give it a two um 
yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, I some of the beats really threw me. It was hard to really catch what kind of rhythm, what it was. But at the end of the day, this creative endeavor gets a two for me. Two points for me as well. Um, it was great. I immediately went home and downloaded the soundtrack. I was listening to it on the way to work this morning. So two points. Cool. Pet Stomp gets uh, six seeds. Six in points. The seed tray. In the seed tray. Okay, here we go. Fast planter. Yeah, that's, yeah. that sounds more like water dropping in a glass than we actually had when we were dropping drops of water in glasses. It's um, a fortified soil that kind of has a spongy, um, watery consistency to it. So, yeah, you're going to get that sound effect with uh, the seeds. Exciting. With the soil that we're using today. Speaking of soil, uh, we should go to a sponsor. Dr. Megan Branch, head of neuroscience technology at Washington State University, has developed a death simulator to help make actual death less scary. Neutroscience has discovered that experiencing a trauma multiple times makes that trauma less traumatizing. By facing death, we fear it less. Multiple simulators are available. Experience a head-on collision, a drowning at the lake, or a stab victim. Family discount is available. Wow, that sounds really good. I want to try that. I'll definitely be trying that soon. Alex, are you going to be trying that soon? I will try that very soon. Oh, very soon. Okay, excellent. I would like to try that. Well, uh, we should always try all of our sponsors as they're on our show. Um, But I think we should more importantly do another movie. Right on the movie train. Let's hop on. Toot toot. All right. Our next movie, this one, an interesting exploration uh, in horror. And I'll just go ahead um, and and kick it to you guys. The woods just got scarier when a young man gets locked in an outhouse deep in the Washington woods. Now, did we all have a chance to see this, Alex? Did you see this one? I did. I did. I uh, right, Brandon. Brandon, did you uh, catch get a chance to catch this flick? I definitely saw Outhouse. Yes, I pre-ordered my tickets. I was excited for this one. Yeah, I like this one. We got to see it in theaters. Luke and I went and saw this one. Uh, I love this kind of movie. Um, I like, you know, movies like The Descent when those girls are trapped in the cave. I like uh, even like that Colin Farrell, Farrell, Colin, Colin Farrell. Uh, <laughs> I know that's not how you say it. Uh, phone booth movie. I like people trapped in things trying to get out. I mean, there's the the shark one. There's 72 hours. There's the rock where the guy's stuck. And then Jane Frank was stuck in a rock. I almost prefer it when the space is smaller. There's less to kind of wrap my mind around. I don't know if that makes sense to you guys. Yeah. Because um, he's got his just... he's got his phone in this. He's got his phone. There's a magazine. Uh, there's a, a big scrubby brush to clean the outhouse. And that's about it, right? Yeah, we that's should say now. the majority of the film takes place inside the outhouse. And it's yep. from his point of view. Um, and we hear a lot of strange noises. We have a few there's... brief encounters with... Some unknown creatures that disturbed the outhouse in the middle of the night, which uh, was very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to spoil too much, but I do want to sort of tease this movie because I definitely want our viewers just to come see. I don't want to spoil my review either, but um, there are spiders in the outhouse as well. And parts on this gentleman, parts on this gentleman that any gentleman right. I don't think he needs it anymore. I don't think he needs it yeah. anymore. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's... Yeah, and, and and after that even, there's there's some twists to this film. 
it gets it gets it gets good. It gets real good towards the end. Uh, yeah, we shouldn't say anything because if you say anything, it really ruins the end. Absolutely. Um, you did say there's a brush in there. Hey, don't say anything else. <laughs> don't say I'm going to say maybe there was no, hair on the no, brush. No, 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 maybe there that. wasn't hair stuck to the don't brush. Don't say anything, man. Don't ruin it. What this kind movie... of hair? Was it a woman's hair, man's no, hair, no, beard no. hair? Stop, stop, stop. Because there are certain films that are like worth experiencing. I don't know. That, that you've got to experience it, the twist or whatever. Yeah. Now, let me ask you guys on a personal level. Have you ever experienced an outhouse? An actual outhouse, like a real, just a shack over a hole? My gut says yes, but I can't actually yeah, definitely. locate the memory. A lot of campsites have like, I mean, they're not quite outhouses. The latrine. I'm not talking not about a, a porta potty. I'm not talking about a porta potty, Brandon. I'm talking about a real outhouse. In the woods. No. In the woods. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, I can't say that I have either. And now I'm kind of scared um, too. So. Uh, it's definitely on my planner of sort of a staycation, you know. Here in LA, we get pampered a lot, and um, we want to sort of push the limits on on fear and excitement. After seeing this movie, I, I booked an outhouse um, somewhere in the Sierra Nevada mountains. That's coming up in a month. I'll, I'll review that later. Yeah, it's like the Airbnb thing, but for outhouses, right? I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. We're we're reaching out to them for one of our sponsors. That's all we're really going to say about that. And we're very secretive on this review. Yeah, well, let's not say anything else. Let's just give it some numbers really quick, actually. I mean, this is a hard to for me. Um, it ran long for me. Three hours was a lot of time to spend with a man in an outhouse. But just the things that happen get a two for me. Yeah, I'm definitely going to give it a two. This is a must-see. Go out to the theater and see this film immediately. A solid two. Wink, wink. Hey, get on. Hey, All right. no spoilers. All right, pop, uh, pop six of those seeds in there. Do you, uh, do you notice any of these seeds specifically? Can I um, I'm not, I just I'm not actually in the room. We are in separate rooms right now. I'm not in the yeah. planting room. I just planted a poppy. Um, I just planted a lemon. That's a tree. For those of you unfamiliar to the world of botany. Um, and right here I've got, let's see, this looks like flax. Uh, grass, some kind of Kentucky blue, and a uh, a cherry pit. Sour diesel. <laughs> and the sour diesel. That's weed. That's cannabis. Sativa. But um, generally, those plants don't mature. Well, let's just say it's going to be legal. We're gonna. It's all above ground. By the time that thing grows up. No pun be... intended. Um. Well, there we go. There we go. Done. I'm excited. Six, six more up on the botany board. Are any of those growing yet? You see any signs of life yet? Well, let me water them a little bit. Sounds really watery already. Oh, that's true. Add some more water. You do your thing, man. I'm not over there. Okay. No, nothing's growing yet, Brandon. Okay, we'll come back. These things take time. Hey, let's go to a sponsor and then we'll check back after the sponsor. Okay.
Pishpoo Foods brings you Mega Soup. Mix, match, and create new soups in our custom large and mega mugs. Wow. Look for our eight spout mega fountain for hot and cold soup combinations to satisfy your cravings of the day and help you deal with hot or cold weather. Phew. The extra large insulated straw lets you sip on the go. Our reusable mega mugs are only $8.99 and come with unlimited $2.99 refills. Mega Soup is available in most premium convenience stores and mini marts. Nice. Slurp one today. Wow, that sounds great. Again, something. I like that sponsor. Yeah. I need to try that immediately. I think I want to try that um, very soon. Alex, you're trying that soon, right? I don't know if this joke works. <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean by that. Yeah, I don't know either. Okay. Alex, are you going to be trying this soon? <laughs> I'm going to try this one too. Great. Okay, great. Great. What's the next movie we're reviewing? Uh, all right. The next film that we're going to review is a film called uh, La Vendrée. This is the uh, the sexcapade, the sexy tale, the kind of life uh, and times of a, a man named uh, La Vendrée Delcroix. Uh, it's a French film. It is subtitled. Uh, it is a very romantic movie. Uh, this is a very sexy man. He's um, he reminded me a lot of a Gerard Depardieu, but a younger version and a little bit of a Fabio mixed in there. I must say, a quite a, uh, an attractive man, uh, and he he gets around in some uh, beautiful ways. I must say, some beautifully shot uh, 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 sex scenes. I guess it's it's weird to talk about it uh, for some reason to me. It's it's kind of like a romantic novel come to life. Uh, I, I don't know what you guys think. Ugh. Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, a lot of people seem to like Fifty Shades of Grey, and it's a little bit kinkier, you know, but I like an old romantic uh, tale. You know, I don't need the kink. I just want the love story. And if there's sex, that's a bonus. It was so, so, so romantic. Very, very romantic. Took me away to, to a different time and place. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'd say there's there's not a lot of, sex in this film like actual sex but a lot of like romancing and, and foreplay and building up to it a lot of uh, eye tension like, a lot of winking some casual a lot of eyes hair a lot play. of shots of eyeballs yeah. and hair play and, and fingers hair touching, touching an arm necks. lips touching a finger uh-huh. yeah just lots of body parts kind of touching body parts that's about as gently brushing against each other that's about as sexy as it gets but definitely not as romantic as it gets there's a lot of writing sweet cards there's a lot of buying flowers there's a lot of yeah surprise vacations you know so romantic it's basically this guy uh it's kind of kind of his life or at least his the the exciting part i suppose of his life and we see him he goes through a few relationships right he's uh what i'd call i'd call two of those at least you know very serious long-term relationships and then a couple of minor ones and a couple of uh exciting kind of flings or whatever it's just kind of again his his sex stories it's like if this guy was to talk to you in a bar or whatever um so so it's like unnecessary for me. The film was kind of unnecessary in that sense. Like, why did I care about this guy? But but again, really very romantic. I felt uh, I felt a little, I don't know. I don't know what to call the feeling I got from this film. It's romance. Have you never felt romantic before, Alex? I mean, I've never had a man, you know, ride up to me on a horse. Yeah, but but Lavandre does sweep, sweep you away, man or woman or whatever. 
whatever gender you may be, mm-hmm. you you will be swept away by Levon. Well, and there's the scene with the the dog. Not, and he doesn't. There's no, uh, you know, sex with animals or anything. But like, there's a romance scene with the dog. Like, would you guys agree that that was a romance totally. scene? The dog. They go out on a walk and a little picnic thing, and yeah, the dog's freaking out in the yard, and he just takes his finger and puts it over the dog's lips, and then the dog gets that starry look, and then a tear. And then they go, and they on go a date. for this walk, yeah. and uh, yeah, I'd call it a date too. Yeah, right. But I no, was okay with it. I was totally okay with it. Did you guys see it in three D, or did you just see the standard two D screening? Yeah, yeah, three D, of course. I think a film um, like this, you should. Yeah, without that third dimension, I feel like a lot of the romance could have been lost. But they really did it tastefully. Yeah, the three D really enhanced. I mean, the depth of the romance, you know. There's that candle lighting scene, and in the 3D, it's cool because it's like, you know, his hand with the, what do you, it's a little, the other, the longer candle or whatever that he's using to light all the candles, blah, 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 blah. He's like just coming at you a lot. You get this candle. Yeah, it comes at you a lot. And then he's, he's feeding, he's feeding his date, and the hand comes out with the grape. And I almost, I almost wanted to bite the grape in the theater, you know? You're not the only one, man. I this saw a lot of people is... biting the air with that grape came out. Absolutely. Uh yeah, so you got you review it? Review it? What do you guys think? Um Lavandre, wow, what an artistic and tastefully done tale of romance that really isn't represented in 2017. And you know, everyone's very snarky, very tongue in cheek when it comes to rom coms and, and stuff like that. And it's nice to see a revisiting of this genre. I give it a one because it was too romantic okay all right yeah that's fair i mean this absolutely goes without saying but romance is not dead and this movie really is great i mean the third dimension really made me feel like i was there i was being romanced by love andrea however i'm gonna give this movie a one um after seeing this film i realized i could never live up to this man's capability of being romantic wow you guys are silly you're looking at it the wrong way um another thing this movie the tickets were thirty dollars for this movie for an individual ticket which was very expensive but uh i don't know again i'd never had a man ride up to me on a horse and after seeing this i now have and i I know you say that you feel bad that you'll never be that but maybe it's about receiving and you did receive that you know i got that from this film i i was romanced and what's the saying it's better to be romanced once than to never be romanced at all yeah, that's it. Yep, and I was so I, I give it a two. I think you guys are nuts. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I feel heartbreak giving it a one, you know, but I have to because Lavandre is is no longer there. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So that's four uh, seeds, four points. Now, uh, at our commercial break, I had a chance to pass these seeds off to Alex to pick them out and give them the soil too. So Alex, you can go ahead and, and take care of that excited to plant seeds here we go what do you got there i'm just pushing them in with my finger oh are you looking what does that one look like i mean this one is definitely well i was gonna say definitely but i have no idea i was gonna say maybe a strawberry seed it looks like those little seeds on the outside of a strawberry i'm gonna plant that one and then okay yeah that's the strawberry because i think we already planted the flax Mm -hmm. i think it's a strawberry i have no idea what this one is this one's just all does that one have stripes Nope, it's just all black. It's just the all black one. It's big. It's really big. It's all black. Does it smell like anything in particular? Nope. 
it's nothing, just a black, big black seed. It doesn't smell like anything. I think she said that, that and a, a dead spider accidentally got in there, but plant it, plant that anyway. It could absolutely happens. be a dead spider. I hope that's not a cursed seed. The legs. I'm sure it's not. Oh, God. No more of that. Uh, Brandon, why did you even say that? And this last one is an almond, and I'm putting that in. Is an almond a seed? I think so. I mean, it's in here. It must be. It's a nut. Is it, wait, is it, does it look like an almond? Like ready to eat? I put in an almond. That's not going to grow. Yeah, you should just eat that. Let's see. Just eat that. Eat that and then plant the next one. All right. That was an almond. All right. And I'll plant this one. And I don't know what that is, but I'm planting it. Oh. Does that one have stripes? Nope. Oh, damn it. I don't think there's many striped seeds. Anyway. All right. Good. Moving on. Okay, so should we kick another ad for our listeners? I know they love our reads and our ads. Absolutely, yeah. I'm excited to share another product. Laughlin, Nevada is proud to announce the grand reopening of the pony races. Come on down and cheer for your favorite ponies as they race on our premium 1.3-mile track. We've got brand new ponies as well as returning champs. Dad's Cash, Equilibrium, and of course, 2015 November Cup winner, Outside Sandal. What are you waiting for? Weekly races every Friday night. Oh, that one sounds interesting. That was interesting. I don't know how I feel about that that uh, that service. I'll be trying it soon. I will be trying it soon, though. Alex, will you be trying it soon? Sure. Okay. Has yeah. the joke gotten better? Uh, No. Smart cryptic. Okay, what's next? Um, so we're at sixteen points. Sixteen. One more, maybe. Unless it blows. Unless it sucks. Okay, guys. I know I'm always excited, but this week I'm a little bit more excited because we got to see a science fiction film. I know we haven't got to review a lot of those. We've been getting a decent amount of user mail requesting it. So this is a sci- sci-fi film called Worm Run. Um, On the planet Durlock, humans are now owned by worms. Basically, this movie was about what would happen if worms enslaved humans and the hijinks that would ensue. Mm -hmm. Hijinks. That's an interesting way to describe it. I would call it terror. Frightening things, yeah. So these humans are like captured by worms and they're like kept naked and they live in kind of little closety things, and the worms get inside their brains, and they they race them. Um, it's awful. It's a human slavery. It's no good. Um, it's hard to watch. The humans get raced in the dark, sweaty arenas under you know subterranean arenas, and the humans are forced to do to like dig and burrow, and they're not you know built dig. for that burrow do the worm the famous dance move to move along the race courses um uh, this was this was rough this was rough to watch but again an interesting exploration of what happens when you let maybe the worms are a metaphor for an idea mm-hmm. you know taking over your brain well and then something the, like that. i don't know and, but the main plot is is one of the worms uh i think what is it what's the name Dilloy. Dilloy. i don't know yeah, how Dilloy. to say it Illoy. Uh he's he's like one of the one of the greatest worm racers in their society or whatever. Uh he I didn't catch exactly why he has the change of heart. Uh 
he has a change of heart and he decides to let his human go. Here's here's the thing: it's like a lot of the the communication that the worms do is all is all telepathy or whatever. They communicate with their brains, and they don't. The film doesn't subtitle any of that. So there's scenes when the worms are kind of communicating, and you just have to kind of I don't know fill in the story somewhat. So I missed why, but he has a change of heart. He decides to let his human go. Uh, the other worms try to capture his human, uh, played by Mark Wahlberg. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, for me, again, the the choice of not having subtitles or anything made it difficult. You know, fun to fill in blanks and and fill in what you think's going on, but a little difficult and a lot to ask. I felt. I'd rather they do that than have English voices or something. I think. <laughs> yeah, to each his own. Yeah, I think you'd rather have that. Than, than the worm language or I like telepathy I mean spoiler alert but at the end of the film there's a stinger about even how the worms on this planet are able to read our minds so yeah I think telepathy is definitely the way to go that seemed really real is that because that seemed almost like a nature documentary type you know, segment is is that from is that real science or is that something they doctored up to sort of screw with us? I think it's real science, and then they wrote the movie based on that. Yeah, I think oh, Durlac. I don't know about Durlac, the planet, but it might have been found recently. All right, you guys are ridiculous. I, I give Worm Run a one. <laughs> I give it a one. I I don't like it. And, <laughs> and Mark, yeah, Mark Wahlberg. I normally like him a lot, but not in this. Anyway, one. are you kidding me? I am so not. when. All right. Well, I appreciate your review, but just before I jump into my review, I want to say that the telepathy was demonstrated through excellent acting, twitching the face, wiggling the body. You know, that's how the worms showed that they were using the human to uh, project their telepathic thoughts. And I thought Mark Wahlberg nailed that weird wiggling and twitching of the face. I thought that was really uh, exciting to watch. So um, this movie gets a one from me because, yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> okay, good. All right. I'm glad you agree. I was worried there. Brent? Yeah, I didn't really enjoy the film. Um, I wanted to enjoy the light at the end of the tunnel when the worm lets his human go, but even that felt a little tainted by everything we saw beforehand. So one point for me as well. A literal light at the end of the tunnel. It's digging. Yeah. Uh, all right. Worm Run, worm run gets a, a three. Three seeds. Three points. All right, I'm putting this one in. And hey, Luke, this one is striped. This is a sunflower seed. Putting in the sunflower seed here. Okay. Uh, I want to say this is an orange seed, like an orange tree. But I don't. You could taste it. Well, then we might smell it. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Smell it. Start with smelling it. Citrusy. A little citrusy. Oh, Uh, good call. That one in there, and then uh, I do not know what this last one is. What does it look like? Blue, bluish, bluish, blue black. Oh, I think that's just some kind of flower, petunia or something. Whatever, some sort of flowery petunia thing. Putting that one in there. Uh, and it looks like we're at nineteen. Looks like we. Have oh, this 19. is unheard of. Oh man, we only need one point. We're so close. So no matter what, this will be our last one. Whatever we review, even if it gets the lowest score, gets us out of here. Because we have laundry to do. Yeah, it's been a long All right, time. I guess I guess this is a rare episode where we get we're gonna kick uh, uh, another ad. Hold on, there's a plane. All right, let's kick that ad. 
Yo, 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 users of the internet. Unless you've been banned from touching a computer, you've probably already heard about Scrumlink 2.0. Scrumlink 2.0 has dominated the web helper code space on top app stores since its release in February and has several new features to help expedite your workload. Four new optimized Scrum links are ready to drag and drop, and the newly added Scrum Wizard helps you quick base your code for non-platform dependent web spaces. Bid adieu to fragmented hyperlinks and bonjour to simplicity with Scrum Link 2.0, available wherever apps are. Hmm, that was uh, that sounds like a, a promising sponsor. I like these guys a lot, Brandon. Definitely, yeah. I hope they do business with us. Great product. I think I actually want to try this product. Now that um, you mention it, I'm going to try it soon as well. Thanks. Thanks. Um, dare I ask Alex? Sure, I'll try the fucking product. Okay. Foul mouth Alex yeah. strikes again. It's been a while since we've had foul mouth Alex. So Yeah, you still have that, that jar that we set up, right? Can you throw a coin or whatever we decided into that I jar? Put an intent, I have to put in $10 every time I cuss. A dollar bill. bill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> swear jar. Uh, hey, it keeps you from cussing because that little penny I could afford, you know, but ten dollars—that's an expensive f bomb I just dropped. That's a latte at Starbucks, or or it could be a Brooklyn Lunchable. Uh, in case people haven't figured it out, just to make this all make sense, sometimes we drop the sponsorships in the edit, so we don't know what sponsorships are. And so that's why they're they're asking if I liked it. We don't know, and so they're just razzing me. Uh, I don't. I heard it, Alex. I don't know why you didn't hear the sponsor, Brandon. You heard it, right? Absolutely. I love all of our products, and I hear them very loudly. This thing's very edited. So we'll check. We'll check. We'll no, no, no. We'll check with. It's not. We'll check with our um our our uh, tech feed and see if you've got a problem with your headphones whenever we run those. Let's have a tech feed. How's your uh, advertisement line? Is it fed directly into your house? Is it, or do you share like an ad Wi-Fi with everybody in the building? Um, it's hardwired. It's hardwired, but we do have a dish up on the main complex. Yeah, just check the connection. You must not be hearing it. Yeah, I zoned you guys out. I wasn't listening. I'll check. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's just zoning it out. All right. Well, let's uh, do another movie, guys. Last movie. Here it goes. Um, this week we had the opportunity to review an eye-opening documentary called Finger Flow. And I think you guys are excited about this. I hope so. It's a silent doc about American sign language rappers. Um, interesting topic, something I really know nothing about. It's a niche. And uh, interesting genre, too, because how often do we have the opportunity to see a, a silent rather film? Mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting. One of the first things that you have to realize about ASL, American Sign Language, is that it is not universal sign language. You know, it says in there, uh, American Sign Language. And so it's interesting that that this, you know, that there's, there's a part when they bring in other... Um, sign language rappers from other countries and uh, the the people that this film follows don't totally understand what they're saying it's just neat that it's it's such a niche kind of thing but it's a community that supports itself so well uh and i you know they're lyrically it was beautiful uh it is subtitled so you, you can know what they're saying yeah they're great rappers right. the flow was incredible i mean this was basically eight mile but done silently i really felt it 
Yeah. I was feeling this one as well. And uh, strangely, much more to the beat than even Pet Stomp. Yeah. Um, strangely, musically, even though it was absolutely silent, I found this musically more entertaining than Pet Stomp. Sorry, Pet Stomp. Well, I think you know. humans uh, have better ability to keep rhythm than a dog that doesn't understand what they're, that it's being, you know, banged up against a trash can. Sure. And of course, the hearing impaired, they can still feel, you know, um, they can still feel bass vibrations and different rhythm. vibrations. So they're not totally unfamiliar with music, of course. Yeah, I, um, I gotta say, this movie's amazing. It was really cool. Um, you know, these people are amazing. It's really cool to watch someone do, uh, to, to rap in sign language. Some of it was fast. Some of these guys are fast. And, and the ladies, too. Uh, there's guys and girls in this, and they're all uh, very talented. Yeah, they each have their own unique personalities. We, You know, there was like the... Um... Eyes Wide, she was awesome. Right. She's really cool. She's eyes, eyes wide really because wide. I guess when she's at, they, they do these like, they do underground kind of uh, rap battle kind of circles. And she's called Eyes Wide because she, I guess, never misses anything. Because, like, you know, people in the crowd will comment with sign language and she catches everything. Yeah. So she'll incorporate, she'll like see while she's flowing, someone says something to someone and then she'll incorporate that. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah, she'll catch a hater in the corner and mm-hmm. she'll burn, burn them. Burn them. She'll rip. Harsh. It's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, we have a little clip from this movie I want to roll for our listeners. Um, here's a clip from Fingerflow. Spoil time. That part was great. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Interesting you chose to show the final shot, but it is a beautiful shot. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're going to have to put a little spoiler alert on that for our viewers, but... Um, I'll do it in just, editing. I, Okay, great. Uh, yeah, I, I really, um, I just thought that was such a powerful scene. I wanted to revisit that. <clears throat> okay, so uh, oh, this episode is running. Flows, oh, sorry. We got to review this thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, a two, a huge two for me. I love Finger Flow. Now, you guys can't see it, but I've got my P sign up for a two. Nice, good. For Finger Flow. Yeah, I'm going to give it two points as well. A great documentary. I love a documentary that introduces me to something new and something that is pretty awesome. So, Yeah, all right. So Fingerflow gets a six, planting six, six more seeds here. And we do have enough. They gave us about 35 of them. Uh, all right, put in, well, 30, I guess, four now because I ate that almond. Uh, anyway, all right, dropping in six more seeds here. Uh, I don't know what this one is. Little little black it, seed. Yeah, they gave us ex- extra seeds because we... We the tried to explain one. the show to them, but they didn't really, they didn't, they weren't really interested. They wanted to sell more plants. I think, I think that's the, at least the vibe I got. I think this is a whole folks. sycamore. This is a whole, we used to call these itch bombs, but it's a whole sycamore seed thing. I don't think this is how this gets planted, but I'm going to shove this giant thing in here. It comes off a sycamore or it comes off an oak? That's a sycamore, I think. I, I thought know. it came from the itchy tree. Yeah, exactly. Itch bombs. All right. And I think you might have. I think that's an yeah. elm tree seed. Don't plant that. No, those are bad. In Don't plant that. Have those. I'm planting it. We'll kill it. No, we'll kill it. We'll raise it and then we'll kill it. And that'll be revenge on the elms. Uh, cool. And that's all six there. Just planted six little guys in there, and uh, we are good. Great job, Alex. Thank you. Yeah, nice work, everyone. You definitely have a green thumb. I'm looking forward to harvest. Harvesting those those different seeds that we planted today. Yeah. Yeah. And hope, hopefully um, we plant a little seed with our listeners. Of course, 
um, listening, telling your friends, sharing, liking, all that is great. What really helps us a lot is getting those reviews up on the iTunes store. Uh, iTunes uses a little bit of a different review system than we have. They have five. So go on iTunes, give us, it's very simple. Just give us a five, write a little something out. Ha ha. Those guys were great. And, um, that really helps our show along if you guys do like it. So um, thanks in advance for doing that. Thanks to all our Patreon uh, donors. We haven't really come up with the next thing, the Abacus. Uh, we'll get to that later, more about that later. And um, um, yeah, thanks again, guys. Anything you guys want to add before we say goodbye? No, I had a good time. I had a great time too. Thanks, guys. That was a fun show. Next week, we're going to be reviewing Running, Stripperbot, Sean and Law, Inside Outside, and Die Do Die. Ha, 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 ha.